Hello everybody and welcome back to the Gossip Backstage with me Kaylee Brooke Waterman. Today episode two we are going to be talking about my future acting goals and are they really achievable. So thank you to everyone who has listened in to the trailer and episode one so far and for the lovely feedback at the moment. Unfortunately the Instagram account that I've created for this podcast isn't actually working so minor technical difficulties but I will be posting regular updates on my main Instagram which is Kaylee Brooke Waterman if you want to kind of keep along track with everything on Instagram but the Instagram account for this will hopefully be working soon Uh, I'm not very good at technology despite having a YouTube channel and a podcast so that's something you need to know about me is that I'm trying to learn as I go along with all of this stuff and hopefully I'll have that Instagram back up and running so future acting goals everybody has different goals within acting and I've definitely realized that being at drama school that not everyone wants to be in the same part of the industry and I didn't think that would be the case when going to drama school in the first place. When I first decided that I wanted to pursue this as a career rather than just a hobby I was probably about 16 maybe even slightly younger and I always had done stage acting and that was sort of the route I was going down. I'd always done musical theatre and plays and Shakespeare so they were the only things I'd had experience at and they were the things that I thought I would do for my career so that was the avenue I wanted to go down and I didn't really have anything too specific at that point I just knew that I wanted to do performing and I wanted to be on stage forever basically and I decided I had to do it as a career so then as I was in sick form we did more plays I did an extra role in a film which I absolutely loved And then I think I started to broaden out what I wanted to do within my acting career a bit more. Then going on to drama school, I've realised there's so many more things in the acting industry than what I originally thought. I always thought it would just be acting um, and always just the sort of stuff I'd already done in my life. And having been at drama school, I've realised, wow, actually, so many people want to do different things within the industry even though they initially went to drama school to be an actor, just like me. So there's people on my course who don't actually want to be on stage or TV or film. They want to go down a completely different route, which is absolutely fair enough. They can do what they want. Um, And the course at drama school has just opened their eyes to different opportunities within the acting and performing industry. And that's things like um, creating masks for shows, Um, set design maybe being a stage manager directing instead of actually performing um, and all these opportunities which come within the performing arts industry so I have thought briefly would I want to do anything else other than actually acting Uh, but I don't (laughs) so I have thought about these things and I've had great experiences on my course being able to direct pieces and take on different roles uh, within the performing arts industry that aren't necessarily just performing and I'm not really sure that I want to do any of those as my actual career but they've been great experiences for me whilst training. The only thing I could see myself doing other than performing is perhaps directing. Um, I really love the leadership role of directing. I love seeing the vision of a whole show or a, a piece and seeing where it goes when it's actually put on its feet and the creation process of this and last year I actually had the chance of directing with my friend Jess co-directing a piece 
And unfortunately, we never actually got to do the piece because of COVID. But it was a great experience being able to have something down on paper and bring it fully to life. And it was only the week of the show that we ended up um, having to leave drama school for COVID. So it was so close to being done. Everything was finished, costume, everything, lighting, tech, it was all finished. So we can still say that we definitely directed that piece. However, we didn't have an audience response or reaction or anything like that. But that was a great experience. So I really do think directing is something I might look at in the future. But for my main career, I do just want to stick to performing. Another thing that I've had the chance of doing other than performing is movement directing. That has been in the past few months of doing the play that we were doing last term. We haven't been able to actually perform it yet because of COVID. (laughs) That's going to be a common thing when talking about recent things that I've done. Um, But anyway, I've been the movement director along with three other people in my class, in my cast. And it's been a really, really great experience. I love movement. I've been like dance captains and things of shows in the past when I was at secondary school. Um, And movement and physical theatre is something that I've always been really interested in. But I never did it as a full on course. Obviously, I'm not doing the physical theatre course at East 15, which some of my friends are on. In a way, I sometimes think I probably should have maybe re-auditioned another year and done something like that because I think I would have enjoyed it maybe slightly more than the course I'm on but I think that's just because I love to move I love to be physical and yeah it's it's just something I love doing I've done dance for many years since I was six so moving is something I love doing and I'm sort of out of practice of dance and movement in the past few years I've become a bit lazy with it so that's something I really want to start doing again So this movement directing um, for the show that we're doing at the moment has been amazing for me because it's something very different to actually performing. I'm not in the scenes, well, I'm not in all of the scenes that I am the lead director for, which is nice because I can stand on the outside and watch it and not have to think about where I am in the piece when looking at it from the outside. And we've had great fun uh, between the four of us, helping each other out, picking different sections to do and yeah, it's been a really, really good experience and something that I've really learned a lot from and sort of how to incorporate the movement within everything else in the play, such as lighting and sound, um, music, everything like that. It's been really good, great working as a team and I love the leadership of being trusted <laughs> with a scene uh, to do the movement. It's been really, really nice to have that trust from our director um, and and to see what we can do really and help each other out and make something that looks really visually amazing that fits in with the play so I'm so excited for the show to happen whenever it does happen and to see that on on the actual stage with costume and everything it's going to be incredible um and maybe yeah movement directing is something I may do in the future it's probably not going to be my full-time career but it may be something that I do here and there or it may be something that I do if I create work myself uh, I will probably direct and take control of most of the movement uh, myself rather than hiring someone else in to do that if I'm in charge of a project. So there are two sort of avenues that I've done other than actual performing that I would potentially go down in the future, not on a full scale uh, probably, just because they are not my complete forte. I'm not actually trained in either of those, but they're something that I really enjoy doing. And I don't think I'm too bad at them just yet. (laughs) So we'll see how the show goes and whether 
get any feedback from the movement aspect of the bits that I directed and yeah hopefully one day I can put on the show that I co-directed with Jess and we can get some feedback on that or maybe we just have to show people our rehearsal footage and see what they say (laughs) just so we can see if people enjoy it understand it and whether our message really came across so as I said they're the only other two things that I could see myself doing there are other things that I've tried here and there costume makeup um things like that but again it's it's not what I want to have as a career goal just because they're sort of hobbies on the side of the hobby and career but anyway now let's talk about performing career goals so as I said at the beginning I've done a little bit of bits and bobs here and there uh, but my career goals change literally every few months even month to month depending on what I'm watching at that time or what I've been to see at the theatre but they do change quite regularly I'm not gonna lie to you So I'd say when I came into drama school, I thought I would always just do stage work because that is all I'd already really done other than that one extra role. But having been at drama school now for two and a half years, and well, sort of, (laughs) half of it was online really, but being in drama school education for two and a half years and sort of understanding more about the industry and more about myself as a performer I definitely want to branch out into more than just stage. I've always liked the idea of TV and film, but because I'd never done it, I didn't think I had the right to say that. But I do have the right to say that. I could say what I want, actually. So I've decided that, yeah, I do really want to branch out into TV and film as well. I may do some short courses or something like that. But I've been doing, obviously, my YouTube channel, um, self-tape workshops and... We've been working online with cameras for quite a while now. So we've had to adapt our acting skills for camera sort of by ourselves (laughs) just because of what the situation of the world is. And that's taught us a lot about acting for TV and film because we've had to change the way we perform for the camera. So acting for TV and film is a much more lower scale of acting so when you're on stage you've obviously got to project to a larger audience you've got to make your movements slightly bigger just so that what you're doing gets across and tv and film acting is literally all about the eyes and such small movements every little micro movement you do gets picked up by the camera which is so different to tv uh, so different to stage So we've learned lots about that sort of stuff um, recently and we've actually got a screen acting course booked in for January that's now going to have to be postponed until whenever we go back but I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, We've been given a scene and we're going to work in pairs and do some screen acting skills which I think will be so beneficial for a lot of people because as we've discovered this year TV and film has carried on going on. New stuff is being created. People are creating stuff from home, whereas the theatre hasn't been open, which is so sad to see. Um, And people have had to adapt their skills who are theatre actors to be able to do something creative, maybe online or TV and film. It's looking like TV and film jobs might be the best way to go for the next couple of years until everything's back open again. Who knows when that will be? but I think it's good to have the skills for everything. So that's what I'm trying to aim for is keeping my options open, having skills to be able to go to auditions for almost any job 
if I look right for the part that they want, if I fit the description of the age and the look and whatever, then I want to be able to have trust in my skills that I could go for any job. And that is sort of where I'm at with my goals for acting at the moment. So working on all my skills to make sure that I'm ready for any audition, really. So keeping my options open is, yeah, going to be really important for me because I don't really have a a favourite type of acting. And that's quite difficult because I just want to do everything. (laughs) And hopefully I will get the chance to do everything that I love doing in the time of my career. Um, And yeah, I've got a few ideas of specific things that I love, So I love Shakespeare. I've done quite a lot of Shakespeare um, throughout my school years and I've done a couple of monologues at drama school, but honestly, we haven't done that much of it. I've actually got a workshop the day that this uh, podcast is going live. So that's going to be a Shakespeare audition workshop. So I'm doing a speech from Katerina from The Tame of the Shrew and really looking forward to that. I don't know if I actually need to use my speech, but I've learned it anyway. So I've got that in the bag. ready to be workshopped on if that is what is going to require in this workshop um but that'll be really interesting and yeah I'm looking forward to that because I haven't really done Shakespeare in a while now thinking about it at drama school I did a Shakespeare uh, class in second year but we did Shakespeare online and it was really interesting project actually if you go to my YouTube channel you'll find the actual video that I submitted as my work absolutely love this project because I love Shakespeare and I love videography and editing and that was basically the whole project in two of my passions we were each given a object my object was milk believe it or not (laughs) it was such a random thing to have but um it was great and we had to find where Shakespeare used that object in all of his works poems everything and then pick our favorite quotes and try and make a video that could speak to people of today, could keep it in the time period. You could sort of do what you want. We had such free reign, it was amazing. Uh, We were directed by Stephen Unwin for this and he was absolutely incredible to work with. He gave us feedback each session and then we would go away, film some more bits, edit it together, change what quotes we were doing and we ended up having a little film each. And then we put all of the films together and had like a big movie of all of these objects. I think we had 34 objects in the end of all of our classmates. And it was just, it was so nice to watch everyone do different things. I absolutely loved doing the milk one in the end. I made a milk bath in my bathroom and got in it and then had red food dye poured all over me as blood. It was it was messy, but it was great. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that experience. That's one of the main Shakespeare experiences I've had at drama school Uh, and then going back to school days I did The Taming of the Shrew, studied it and did it as a show separately. Um, I also did Macbeth. I did a Hamlet small piece as a house drama piece and then I studied Romeo and Juliet and all of the sort of GCSE, year seven to GCSE uh, Shakespeare's that most people seem to do at school. I feel like I did another one that I can't remember. So this is Kaylee from the future editing this podcast and realising how ridiculous I am for forgetting <laughs> probably my biggest Shakespeare experience in my life. Um, it's because I was thinking about school when I was talking before and I, in my gap year, was in The Merchant of Venice at a local theatre to me, which is an outdoor theatre 
and that was an absolutely incredible experience. I was very lucky to get the part because I actually got the part without auditioning. I was in Australia and I got a message from my drama teacher from school saying they're looking for someone to play this part. Do you want to do it? You'd be perfect for the role. Got in contact with the company and basically just got the role without auditioning, which was amazing. So I was actually um, a courtesan and they converted one male role into two female roles and made us courtesans, which was a really, really great experience. I met so, so many people and we're all still in contact now. So it was such a great experience for me and it was a whole summer season. So we did shows like every day of the week and it really got me into that professional mindset of performing um and because it was an outdoor theater it was a new experience for me working in all weather conditions and things like that people in the audience would literally pass out because it was a heat wave that summer and yeah it was a really really great experience and that was something that made me want to do it professionally definitely so I thought I'd just add that story in here because I definitely forgot that this even happened when I was talking the other day in my podcast and yes back to past me from a few days ago (laughs) and I also went to go and watch quite a lot of Shakespeare at that time so I've, I've had quite a lot of it I feel like this is the sort of time in my life where I've probably had the least Shakespeare uh projects going on so that's going to be really interesting and Shakespeare is something I definitely want to go into in the future um I actually don't care which play I just really want to do some professional Shakespeare work and yeah I'm really looking forward to doing that I'm saying I'm gonna do it (laughs) I'm manifesting it because I just really really want to do it and I probably won't stop acting until I get a role in a Shakespeare play so please somebody hire me so that I can do it and live my dream my favorite roles to be would classic cliche you can say what you want but I do really want to be Juliet in Romeo and Juliet I also would love to be Katerina in the Tame with the Shrew I love that part or Bianca they're both great parts um I'd love to be Olivia or Viola in the 12th night why did I say the 12th night in 12th night (laughs) what else I just I've read quite a few Shakespeare's and my goal for 2020 was to read all of them and I read about five maybe um, other than the ones I'd read before that. So maybe my 2021 goal should be to read more of them. Um, but yeah, Shakespeare is something I'm really passionate about, would absolutely love to do in the future. Another thing that I absolutely love is period dramas. And this is something that I've probably only really discovered my love for in the past few years, maybe two or three years, probably since being at drama school. Before that, I would absolutely turn my nose up to those sorts of programs. I'm not afraid to say it. I used to think it was really boring, but that's because I never watched it. I wouldn't watch that stuff, so I couldn't really comment on it. But I did. I said I didn't like it. (laughs) But now I'm exposed to it. I've watched some stuff. I absolutely would love to be a part in something like that. I would love to be in Bridgerton. (laughs) I'd absolutely love to be in series two of Bridgerton. I'm putting it out there. Apparently they might be making eight more series. So if they do, come on, please someone hire me to be in Bridgerton because I absolutely would love to be. Like what we always say at drama school is if you watch stuff and you can see yourself being a certain character or something, then that usually helps with like typecasting and maybe what you should work on 
on your skills when you're at home or something and I just could absolutely see myself being in Bridgerton I don't know what part but Hyacinth the youngest sister she kind of looks like me so I'm thinking if they do Hyacinth as an adult I could audition for that role one day but who knows if that's ever even gonna be (laughs) the case but I would love 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 to be in Bridgerton um I just think it would be so much fun I love learning about the history of everything which I said to my teacher the other day actually I was saying that because I didn't do history GCSE I feel like I missed out on quite a lot of stuff that other people know about history and so when I do period dramas or just anything that's set in a different time period I really enjoy researching and studying that time period as I feel like I'm teaching myself the history of that time as well as being able to act in that way and learning about how they speak and move it's there's just so much to learn about that time period for an actor that I find it so fascinating and much more fun than just acting as somebody in this day and age which is quite boring because our lives are a bit more boring than they were back then I think I think the one thing that made me love period dramas was Little Women the film that was done in 2000 and 18 or 19 um that I think it was 2019 I can't remember that film was amazing and it's one of my absolute favorite films I think the acting was great I just loved the whole thing I'd seen another version of Little Women as a film before but this one was just so much better and I'm gonna go to auditions for things set in a different period different time period because I just love it I just really really want to be in historical things classical things so I'm gonna try my best to do it just like the Shakespeare I won't stop my career until I do it and it's just something I'm really passionate about now and um, yeah I think I'm just gonna keep working on it keep working on different accents and doing research into different time periods so that I feel a bit more knowledgeable about that sort of stuff but yeah absolutely would love to be in something period drama historical drama that sort of thing another thing that is one of my career goals is to be in some form of comedy I don't know whether it be stage or tv or film but I don't think I'm funny it's it's a really hard thing to think about comedy because some people know that they're naturally hilarious I've got some people in my class that literally just make me howl they say the funniest things without trying or whether they are trying I don't even know I don't know whether I'm funny like I just don't and My dad always says that he thinks I'll be in a comedy one day, but maybe that's just because he finds me funny. (laughs) But I really have no idea. I just love comedy acting, but there's only certain types of comedy acting that I actually enjoy. And when we uh, were in lockdown last year, we did a comedy module. We did comedy and clowning. So clowning, I don't really find clowning funny, which may be controversial to some but I don't find silly things funny at all, really. Clowning is something that I don't really find funny, but I did have to do it as a module. And it was really interesting for me to try and do it, not finding myself funny, but knowing that other people might find it funny, which was a really, really difficult challenge. And I did really struggle with that whole module, um, but learned so much from it. And ended up making a character called Bethany, which was, I ended up howling at myself, which is a really weird thing because most people don't ever like laugh at themselves. 
but I did really enjoy doing Bethany in the end. And Bethany was a baker. And my brother used to work for Pizza Express. And so he had an old uniform somewhere that I found. And I put all of it on like the wrong way around and everything. I had a stupid hairstyle. And I put on a Scottish accent because I needed something different for myself. And I decided to do Bethany Bakes, which was a YouTube channel for baking. And she basically just does everything wrong. And this, I ended up finding this really funny. And I think it's because I played on the vocal comedy and the physical comedy, but not necessarily all of the clowning techniques. I went with what I found funny. And I think that worked for me in the end because I then enjoyed doing it so much more. And the enjoyment is what makes it so much better, which is what our teacher taught us. Um, and that was that was really, really fun in the end. And yeah, I loved it. So things like that, where it's a comedy that plays with the voice and the physic and your physicality, is something that I'm, I really love doing, but not necessarily all of the clowning techniques. We then went on to do Comédie de l'Art, which is something I've done a couple of times in my training for acting. And yeah, it was it was really fun to sort of refresh myself on what I'd learned previously to this. But at this time, it was sort of coming towards the end of um, the lockdowns and it was summer. And I think I just sort of lost a bit of motivation with it, really. So I didn't do as well as I wanted to. And maybe that kind of put me doubting myself about doing Comedia sort of work in the future. But it helped me work on techniques for comedy, which will be valuable when I do comedy in the future, which I hope I do and I definitely want to. Um, and I spoke about all this in my YouTube video recently about when I was doing my vision board, I spoke about acting career goals. Or no, it was a Q&A actually. Uh, I spoke about my acting career goals and I said the kind of play that I would love to be in uh, with physical comedy is a comedy about a bank robbery and the play that goes wrong. And they're done by the same company. And that sort of humour, I even though I've kind of just completely contradicted myself because a lot of that humor is things like falling over and it probably does all derive from clowning I don't know there's just some clowning that I really don't like <laughs> so maybe I have contradicted myself but there's some clowning that I really just do not find funny at all which is why I said what I said earlier but the kind of things I do find hilarious are the comic timing the physical comedy just not all the silly nonsense not all like the dancing dancing around and falling over I, I don't know it's, that's not what I find funny really but those plays were some of my absolute favorite things to go and watch and I did quite a lot of physical comedy in my drama training at school in drama GCSE and drama A level we pretty much did loads of physical comedy and uh, one time we did a Poirot little adaptation let's say um as our exam piece and that was physical comedy and it was so funny and I just absolutely loved doing that we had a great group uh, so shout out to all of them if they ever listen <laughs> but yeah that was something I really loved doing was turning something that was already written into a physical comedy and just really playing with big characters big voices 
really like over exaggerated I absolutely love that project and that's the kind of thing I would love to do and then there's so many other things that I just really would love to do obviously I can't be picky beggars cannot be choosers in this industry I have learned that there's so many sort of character types maybe I'll do a whole podcast about typecasting and character types let me know if you want to see that because it's really really interesting and different headshots completely show different sides of you different hairstyles everything it can really change the way you're perceived by other people so I'll do a whole episode on that I was about to talk about it now but I feel like this episode is going to be quite long already because I talk for days as everyone is aware but there's so many types that I probably have as as a character type and I kind of want to be able to by the end of my career have achieved all of those Maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I just really, really, really want to do it. At some point in my career, I'd love to be in a musical. I've loved musical theatre my whole life. Uh, That was sort of where this all started. But my problem now is I'm not as fully trained as people that have gone to study musical theatre and people that have had in their heads their whole lives they want to do musical theatre and so have been training for that their whole lives like their skills within musical theatre are way higher than mine uh, because I focused on acting rather than singing and dancing so I'd love to be in a musical at some point but I think I need to just brush up more on my singing and dancing to get to a level where I would feel comfortable doing that sort of um, production and audition but it's definitely something that I'm interested in. I love watching musical theatre. I blast out Mean Girls the Musical every single day, come from away. Oh, it's just wicked. Like I've got a big passion for that sort of music. It's just maybe my voice and my dancing isn't really up to scratch with doing it at the moment. But, you know, you can never stop training. And that's the thing. I, I can't think that this is the end of my training because I'll be training until the day I stop doing it all. And... I've got to keep up with my skills and keep training to be better than I already am. And that's something I'm really keen about doing musical theatre because I would absolutely love to be in something one day in the West End for musical theatre. There's obviously so many other things I want to do. If you know me, you'll know I literally just want to do everything. Um, I'd love to be in an action movie. Uh, As I said in my YouTube video, Like I don't really watch those sorts of movies. I just think filming it would be something else it would be so cool to be able to do all the behind the scenes things of CGI and motion capture and all of that sort of stuff I think it'd be so fun chase scenes where you're just literally like running on the spot and there's a green screen behind you I don't know I just think all that sort of stuff sounds so fun I would love to play something in a rom-com I would love to be on stage and do some serious check-off play or Ibsen play I would love to I don't even know be on an advert I would love to be on an advert I'd love to do some modeling in the future as well not because I think I look like a model because I absolutely don't I just I like being behind the camera I'm not afraid to say it I think if you have me on Instagram you'll probably know that I just love posing I think it's fun I find it fun even though it's not me saying I think I look like a model because I absolutely know that I do not look like a model Uh, There's just so many things that come along with the acting industry that I'm really excited about. And yeah, I think I've got massive goals. Um, 
but it's all about working really hard and being in the right place at the right time and being lucky and it's all about who you know at the end of the day it's a massive networking game and I'm really really excited to build my network and you know go to London and start auditioning or whether I'll be auditioning from self-tapes who knows but I'm so so excited about the future of my career and I'm really excited to share it all with you guys and that's what I want this podcast to be I want you to follow me to my first Shakespeare audition and you'll eventually find out how that goes and I'll just be sort of living my dream and doing things but also telling you about the hard times and telling you about the things that are so weird in the industry and I hope it's really fascinating and interesting for people that maybe aren't in the industry. So that's going to wrap up this episode. I have so many career goals as you can probably tell that if I said every single one you'd get very bored of this podcast and you would want me to shut up. So I'm going to leave it there. Maybe I'll do a part two of this sometime in the future. Let me know if you want that. And I can talk about some different kind of genres and things that I'd like to be in. And yes, next episode, I think is going to be an interview with my friend Georgia, who is at drama school in New York. Uh, She goes to Tish Drama School. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be really interesting. And we're going to talk about the differences between drama school in England and drama school in America. So if you want to listen to that, then be here next Friday for that episode. And thank you for listening to this one. Stay safe, everybody. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you next week. I won't see you. Why do I keep saying see you? I will speak to you next week. Bye.